Texas Tech absolutely obliterated Mississippi State and Mike Leach in the Liberty Bowl. We'll look at how it happened and what this dominant victory means for the program on today's episode of Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Texas Tech, a member of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm Emery Lida, longtime Texas Tech analyst and writer, and I'm going solo today. And man, what a way to finish up the 2021 football season. Texas Tech came into this game, double-digit underdogs, whole lot of pessimism surrounding the program just in terms of their ability to win this game. And what happens, they came out and absolutely obliterated Mississippi State on both sides of the ball, 34-7. to Really was not close after the first two and a half quarters. And, I mean, in all ways, this was a dominant victory. So we're going to cover how the offense was able to make such easy use of the Mississippi State defense and really just torch them in all facets. We'll look at the defense and how they were able to stop Will Rogers in the potent passing attack. And then we'll take a look at what this victory means going forward under Coach Joey McGuire and just a really high note to end the season on for this program. It's been a while since Tech's won, won a bowl game, and man, it feels so good. Starting off for this game, the first thing to look at is the offense. I mean, coming into this game, Mississippi State looked like one of the best defenses in the country. They only allowed about 331 yards per game coming into this game, only about 100 per game on the ground. And what did Tech do? They had 512 total yards of offense, 260 yards on the ground. And in the first quarter, really the first half of the first quarter, they were, they were already able to exceed that 100-yard mark on the ground. I mean, there's really not much to say other than just a complete domination when you look at how this game ended up going compared to what people might have expected from Tech against Mississippi State. I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about a team in Tech that had struggled at points to run the ball. I mean, against Baylor, nobody crossed 40 yards. Against Oklahoma State, they really struggled to get anything going. And, man, I mean, compared to what was expected coming into this game for Tech offensively, you have to be happy with how it ended up. I mean, on the ground, 260 yards. For the good portion of the first half, they were averaging over 10 yards a carry. Ended up at 5.9, having 260 total yards. Taj Brooks ended with 107 yards on 16 carries. Roderick Thompson had 14 on 80. Those were the two guys that really sort of set the tone for the offense in the first half. And I think without that, it would have been hard to hard to think of Tech being able to get a victory in this one just because the ability to run the ball and get Mississippi State to start to stack the box allowed for more passing lanes downfield later in the game from Donovan Smith. And even though it wasn't a game in which Donovan Smith was perfect, he had some inaccuracy issues, you still have to look at the fact that he closed the game absolutely on fire. I mean, the second half, he connected on multiple downfield attempts, was able to get that deep ball going. And, I mean, some of that has to do with the offensive line giving him more protection. But as a whole, I mean, you have to love what you saw from the quarterback. I mean, Smith had 282 total yards two touchdowns, like I mentioned, had the multiple deep shots, really kind of showed a poise of the game that wasn't always present in the first half, but in the second half, I mean, without his ability to 
extend plays, hit shots downfield, and anticipate windows coming open, I don't think Tech would have been able to have as much success just because Mississippi State started to key in on the run. And, I mean, it really was a very complimentary style of, fo of football. When you have Taj Brooks and Sirajic Thompson able to run so effectively, combining for 30 carries, they had 187 yards between them. Most of those came in the first half, but still, I mean, even without the pure yardage that they were able to put up in the second half, they still opened up windows for Smith to operate under. I mean, coming into this game, I did not expect Tech to be able to run the ball like they did. I mean, Mississippi State had had 100 yards per game allowed all season, Hold, held offenses like Alabama, Ole Miss in check throughout the season. And really, Arkansas is the only team to have good amounts of success running the ball against them. And even though they were missing a few players on the defensive side, you still had SEC depth that you were going up against. You had guys that were bragging before the game about their ability to stop the, stop the run, stop the pass, and be elite on the defensive side. And, I mean, regardless of how many guys were out, Tech still came into this game as underdogs. So for them to have that level of success running the ball was really shocking to me. And even passing the ball. I mean, I anticipated Donovan Smith being able to have a decent game. but being able to hit downfield shots against the Mississippi State defense that have been good at eliminating explosive plays throughout the season. I mean, you have to be very encouraged with how that was able to develop. And in the end, a lot of people were criticizing Smith at times in the first half. And I think if you look at the end of the game, it looked really silly just because of his ability in the third and fourth quarters to stretch the field out. And I mean, for Smith, this continues a trend of good games. He had a good game against Baylor. Oklahoma State obviously was a well-documented struggle for him, but again, Oklahoma State's probably the best defense in the Big 12 and one of the five or ten best in the nation. So for him to struggle in one of his first starts against that good of a defense, it wasn't much of a surprise, and the offensive line didn't give him much help, and I think that's one of the key differences in this game was just the offensive line's performance. I mean, they were absolutely owning the line of scrimmage. Running backs were getting five, six-yard alleys to run up through, and that really opened up everything for them going downfield and being able to break into the second and third levels. And for Smith, he had a clean pocket to operate for most of the second half. The first half, Mississippi State brought some zero blitz looks and really kind of made life difficult for him. But even still, I mean, the offensive line being able to hold up that well and keeping Smith on his feet didn't allow a single sack the entire game outside of one at the very first quarter. But outside of that, I mean, you've got an offensive line that played nearly flawlessly. And that was really a key to the game for me. Just the dominating the trenches was where Tech made their money in this one. And, I mean, the offense looked absolutely incredible. I mean, you put up 34 points. That doesn't really do it justice because it was a kind of slow-paced game. But you only had to punt the ball once. You had really a team that was consistently able to go out and get solid yardage. I mean, like I mentioned, they were over 10 yards per carry for the first quarter, ended up at nearly six yards per carry. The downfield passes were there in the second half. It was a great performance. And lastly, what a great day it was for the young receivers. I mean, Miles Price had another great game with 87 total yards, 72 of them being receiving yards. And for him, that's been somewhat of the standard with Donovan Smith at quarterback. And especially the last few games he's had Consistent, nice games, especially Iowa State was a huge one for him. So for him, that was kind of expected. But Jerem Bradley, having a really good game without Eric as you come on the field, ended up with 64 yards on two catches, including one that nearly went for a touchdown. I mean, 
he's obviously got a lot of potential. I'm excited to see where he ends up next year. I think that you can use you can use him and look fungi in the offense and really open up the downfield passing opportunities for whoever's a quarterback. And then JJ Sparkman caught a beautiful touchdown from Donovan Smith. And again for Sparkman, he's kind of come in spurts this season. The Oklahoma game, he had a nice touchdown. Hasn't really produced outside of that. But again, with the depth that Tech has had on the outside, it's kind of expected to see a guy like him not really get that many opportunities. So to have him catch a touchdown and be effective in this game, it was nice. But in conclusion, I mean, you have to look at this as a major, major win for the Tech offense. I mean, they've had their struggles this season, but Sonny Comey's done a nice job with play calling. And obviously with him going to Louisiana Tech, passing the keys over to Zach Kittley, there's a lot to work, work with in this offense. And I think that, Kittley's got a lot to look forward to next year with a whole lot of these guys coming back. I mean, outside of Kalen Geiger, every single skill position player that played in this game and got significant snaps is going to be coming back next year. So that's something to look forward to. But in this podcast, something to look forward to, I'll take a look at the defensive side of the ball, which really forced Will Rogers into a remarkably tough game. I mean, you're talking about one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, and he had it very tough in this one. It's almost the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. Some of yours might be about Mark Adams and the Texas Tech basketball squad or about Joey McGuire and the football squad. But if yours are about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution, whatever that is, because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars, which may taste chalky, waxy, or taste like they've been in a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but over time, that just gets boring. Over the course of a month, you might be thinking, wow, this is not worth it. Where's the chocolate? But Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out or getting big, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. And thankfully, Built Bar is here to help with that too, because there are so many different flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, or even my favorite, mint brownie. And there's even more than that. In fact, Built is always coming up with mo more new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com, use promo code and get 15% off of your order just by using the code LOCKEDON15. Again, that's code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021. Local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis are all available. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview, preview began last Friday, so go check it out. For Texas Tech, their college football season ended yesterday. And man, it ended in style. The defense, though, they were a really key part in this win as they held Mississippi State's potent offense to only seven points throughout the entire game, completely scoreless in the second half. I mean, looking at Will Rogers, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, came into this game averaging over 350 yards per game on 54 attempts per game. He was held under that on both counts with only 290 yards on 53 attempts. He also had four sacks that that he took throughout the game. And I mean, for Texas Tech's defense, which has struggled at times against the pass, this was a huge victory. I mean, Mike Leach's offense and Will Rogers really had been hitting on all cylinders coming into this game. 16 touchdowns over their last four games. 
Will Rogers as a whole has been a quarterback that's been able to make quick, decisive reads throughout the year. And that sort of quarterback has been an issue for Tech. If you look over the last few years, guys like Carter Stanley at Kansas had big games. Caleb Williams, obviously, at Oklahoma had a huge game this year. And for the most part, Tech's defense has been shredded. They were last in the Big 12 on passing yards allowed coming into this game. And so to be able to hold a Mike Leach team to under 300 yards passing, it was huge. And not only that, but the run defense as well was stout. Even when Mississippi State tried a few shot plays in the running game to get things going, Tech's defense was able to be stout and help hold them, keep them under containment, and make sure that Mississippi State was very one-dimensional. I mean, obviously, you have Rogers' stat line, which I already covered. The four sacks, two of them were by, by Tyree Wilson, who had an absolutely monstrous game, had two sacks, four pressures, really just created havoc all over the field and all over the line as well. He played a lot on in the interior, which is something that we haven't really seen as much of this year. He's played a lot of his snaps on the edge, but this time he was able to really create havoc with all five line positions being rushed by him. And especially on the edges, he got one of his sacks off of the right edge and then another one where he just came right through the interior. So for Wilson, this was yet another game which capped off an excellent season for him. And it's very exciting to have him in the program for a couple more years. I mean, the guy has come in and been arguably your best pass rusher, and he's done so really with a lot of versatility and athleticism. And I think that's something that Joey McGuire and his staff are really going to build off of going forward. So for Wilson, he was the defensive MVP of the game. I totally agree with that. He was wrecking havoc all game. Will Rogers can have nightmares of him. And Ultimately, this is a game that you can really build off of defensively. I already mentioned the fact that they held Rodgers under 300 yards. The run game, run defense was very stout, as I mentioned, only 54 yards rushing for Mississippi State. And beyond that, you also were able to force three turnovers. And obviously, turnovers are kind of a variant stat, but the effort that was there, you could see just by watching the tape just how quick they were to the ball. Eric Monroe got a really nice pick to cap off a nice career for Texas Tech. And it, I'm very happy for him just because of how much he struggled at times. And he's had his up and downs, but he's come along and had a really nice end of the season. And getting this pick was just excellent way to finish off his season. DeMarcus Fields had a fumble recovery. And then also Mississippi State fumbled a punt, which Tyree, Tyreek Matthews was able to come up with. Really just an excellent game on all counts on the defensive side of, all, of the ball, as well as on special teams. because. You had Austin McNamara pin a ball inside the five a couple of times. You also had the muff punt, which I mentioned. And then you had Jonathan Garibay, who continued his excellent season, put a cap on it, finished off with two or two on field goals. So, I mean, like I said in the preview, this is something where Tech came in and executed on all three facets of the game. I mean, offense, defense, special teams, all of it was there. And really, this is where... I did not expect this sort of effort, but especially on the defensive end, I figured this would be a game where Mississippi State could really expose what Tech's weaknesses were throughout the season. Again, the past defense has kind of struggled at times. On the outside, you had corners that were letting receivers get open, and that just was not the case in this game. If you look at Rodgers' attempts, most of them were within 20 yards of the line of scrimmage, so they were mostly in the short and intermediate routes. And yet very few of them were wide open with no one around. So the defense was swarming. The pass defense was everywhere. Keith Patterson's 3-3-5 in this case worked out brilliantly because he was able to drop eight into coverage. And Rodgers is a patient quarterback and a decisive one at that. But he also 
can be prone to maybe forcing the ball a little bit. And I think eventually you started to take advantage of that. And I mean, this is the cap on a pretty decent defensive season. Obviously, you had the Texas game, you had the TCU game, which were horrible games for run defense. You had the Oklahoma game, which was a disaster through the air. But besides that, I mean, this defense was arguably the best defense that Tech has had in years. And holding a quarterback like Rodgers and a mastermind like Mike Leach to only seven points and completely shutting them out in the second half is incredible. And again, it's just such a good way to cap off the season. I think going forward, you have to look at some of the talent and the games that they had. I've obviously, I already mentioned the defensive MVP of this game, Tyree Wilson. You had Rashawn, Rashawn Williams had an excellent game. Beyond that, I mean, Dejaron Taylor Demerson is another safety that had a huge game. And again, he's had an excellent season. Those guys are guys that you can really build off of going forward. And especially with Taylor Demerson at the safety position, it adds to a secondary, which had a lot of question marks coming into the game, but they performed excellently. Taylor Demerson, for me, might be one of the most underrated players for Tech this season. And going forward, he's going to be someone you can build off of because he has the versatility to play both at corner and at safety. And depending on what schemes go forward next year, Tinder Rutger is the defensive coordinator. You could see him playing a really valuable role in coverage and potentially going up into the box and being a run stuffer. So as a whole, defensively, this was probably the best performance Tech has had of the year. And I would wager to say one of the best defensive performances of the last decade, certainly in non-conference and bowl play. I mean, the competition in bowl games, you had South Florida, which they allowed 35 point, 38 points to you. You had LSU, which is a 56-point game. Arizona State was the last bowl victory for Texas Tech in 2013, and even that one was more in the offensive end. So for me, this defense was absolutely incredible. I mean, really more than anyone could have asked for. I predicted them to give up 41 points in this game. They allowed seven. That really speaks for itself. And you look at the offense and their ability to put up points and yards, and that was obviously impressive. But for the defense to hold such a good offense to only seven points is something to be proud of and something that you can really look forward to. And coming up, I'll discuss exactly that, the future, and what this win means for Tech's football program going forward under Joey McGuire heading into 2022. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, baseball, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers for the 2021 and 2022 seasons. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet for all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing new offers that are available. BetOnline, where the game starts. So Texas Tech was able to cap off their 2021 season with an excellent victory over Mississippi State in the Liberty Bowl. You look at the overall season, and it was a memorable one. Obviously started out 5-3, and three, fired Matt Wells after a really disappointing loss to Kansas State, and Sonny Cumbie was able to right the ship 
get Tech to a bowl game. You know, up seven and six, your first winning season since 2015. First bowl win since 2013 against Arizona State. Had your first victory over an SEC team since 2015. Really, in every sense, it was a good season for Tech. A lot of young pieces as well. And, I mean, you have to be looking forward and being very excited with what this win means for the program. I mean, a lot of key players from the night are going to be coming back next season. You've got Donovan Smith, obviously. We'll touch on that in just a second. Taj Brooks, Roderick Thompson, Drum Bradley, J.J. Sparkman. That's just on the offensive side. On the defensive side, guys like Tyree Wilson are going to be major factors going forward. And if you're Joey McGuire, I mean, you've got to be extremely satisfied with what sort of talent you have on the board, in addition to a top 40 recruiting class that McGuire was able to pull in. And for Tech, this just adds a bow tie to what's been a good season and what's been a season that you can build off of. I mean, obviously, firing your coach middle of the season isn't ideal, but just the way that everything went down, the fact that you were able to come come away with a bowl victory, come away with a winning season for the first time in ages, it has to feel really good. And for Tech, I mean, this is the season that we've really kind of been waiting for. It's been years of mediocrity. And not to say this season wasn't necessarily still in the middle of the pack and obviously in the Big 12, only won three games. But you were able to finally have the program looking up. You have Joey McGuire now, who the fan base seems to have been united over. You've got a quarterback in Donovan Smith that at this point should be in the race to be the starting quarterback. Now, is he going to start next year? Who knows? Tyler Shuck obviously could end up winning back the job. We haven't seen him since the Texas game. Baron Morin is insanely talented, has the recruiting pedigree behind him. But the way Smith looked last night, you have to be thinking that he's got to be a major factor going forward. And if you're Zach Kitley looking at this offense, you've got so many different weapons you can utilize. I mentioned Bradley and J.J. Sparkman, but Miles Price has been a really consistent factor the last two years. You've got guys like Luke Fungi coming back. I mean, you're going to have a ton of talent to work with. And this bowl game and having this victory really puts things on the national map of what Tech has been able to accomplish and what they have going forward. But for me, I came into this game already feeling confident about what next season will look like. You have so many, so much young talent, so many new faces on the coaching staff coming in that I'm really excited for, especially on the offensive side of Zach Kitley. And you add on a bowl victory, which is going to be huge for the program in terms of just the positive reputation it builds, being able to beat your former coach that everyone thinks has given you a curse and being able to beat an SEC school as major underdogs. Like at this point you were playing on house money coming into this game, but being able to beat Mississippi state in the fashion that you did sends a huge message and proves people like me wrong because I came into this game. Tech was huge underdogs. I had them losing 41 to 24. I know Ryan had tech losing as well. And really throughout the fan base, there was a sense of pessimism in terms of the out outlook for this game, just because it was on short notice. You had the staff who both of the coordinators and obviously Coach Cumbie were, had already accepted other jobs. So they were going to be leaving right after this game and had to kind of double task working both for preparing this game and for, for preparing their future coaching staffs. And yet still, you were able to put together an excellent game and the players as Coach Gumby mentioned post-game, they're the ones that it, this all starts with. And for me, that's the major point for this game is 
you've got players coming back that are exceptionally talented, can play at a high level, can play in these levels of games and dominate. And, I mean, it's not to say it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows. You've still got to replace a lot of players. You've got guys like Kalen Geiger, Demarcus Fields, Colin Schooler. Those guys are all going to be headed out. So it's not like you're not losing anyone. But at the end of the day, Joey McGuire has a lot to work with. And this game really put things into perspective nationally about how much he has to work with and what we can look forward to with Texas Tech football going forward. So. It was the end to a productive 2021 season, but it sends a message for what 2022 can be. And on the offensive side of the ball, guys like Donovan Smith are going to be key factors going forward. I'm ready to say that Smith is going to be the favorite for the starting quarterback job. I don't know if it's going to be without competition. I highly doubt that Zach Kelly is going to go in with just one guy as the lead guy in the camp. He's going to have to earn it, but at the same time, I mean, you can't look at this game and not think that Donovan Smith doesn't have a whole lot of potential if he can get the accuracy a little bit more sorted downfield and obviously have a little bit better pocket presence and ability to read. But some of the stuff that he can do is just insane. His arm talent is there, his running ability and his improbability. Both of those are things that you can't teach. And I think that for this offense, Donovan Smith has a really bright future. And same goes for pretty much all of his weapons in this game. Taj Brooks, I can see him being up there with a thousand yard season next year, depending on how much Kitley runs the ball. Sir Roderick Thompson is going to end up in the top five for Texas Tech running backs in terms of rushing touchdowns by the end of this, if he keeps up his pace. And then on the outside, Jerome Bradley, JJ Sparkman, those guys both have outstanding futures. Miles Price could be the next really good slot receiver. So it's all coming together, a whole lot of talent. And I mean, for one, it feels nice morally to be able to beat Mike Leach, but beyond that, I mean, there's just so much to look forward to from this game. And at the end of the day, puts the cap on the 2021 season and 2022 cannot get here fast enough. In the meantime, though, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Texas Tech basketball and their victory over Alabama State, as well as preview a look at the Big 12 conference going forward. Obviously, Tech had their first conference game of the season postponed against Oklahoma State. That will now take place on January 13th. So January 5th game against Iowa State will be the Big 12 opener for them. In the meantime, though, you can take a look at our socials. You can follow me at Eraser41. You can follow our podcast account at LockedOnTTU. And if you want to follow my co-host who is not here today and Ryan Mainville, you can follow him at Ryan Mainville LBK. In the meantime, we really, really appreciate all of the support that you've given us whether it be through reviews or through sub, subbing to our feeds. So if you continue to do that, just leave a review, follow our account, and subscribe to our feeds. It would be very much appreciated. We can't do this without you. And we really appreciate all of the support that you give us every day in subscribing and following Locked On Texas Tech. So thanks for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all gear gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, just like Locked On Texas Tech. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow.